Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, aka The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as The Giving Gal with episode number 70 of Giving Your Best Life. Thank you so much for joining me. I know that there's been a little bit of delay between episode 69 and episode 70, and I want to share with you why, which is kind of the topic of this episode. It's been spinning in my mind for uh, the last couple of weeks. I think I've mentioned on previous episodes of how my husband and I bought and sold a house in the end of October. We both got COVID. Um, And then starting the beginning of December, so right now I'm recording this January 20th, depending on when you're hearing this, so you can kind of understand the timeline. So first part of December, we started uh, doing demo on the house, and then um, we've been organizing and getting contractors in here, and it's amazing how much progress that we've made. But last, well, gosh, for I don't know how many weeks, maybe four weeks, maybe even a bit longer, we've probably we've been in basically two rooms. So we had like a room in the basement that we had a couch, a couple of recliners, TV, and that's where we had like a little kitchen set up because we had to take out the kitchen because we're redoing that whole kitchen and the floors and new cabinets, appliances, everything. And so the when I say like we set up a little kitchen in the basement is we have a microwave, an air fryer, and a crock pot and a refrigerator. That's what we have. And then we have a handful of dishes. We're washing in the sink down there, whatever we're making do. And then... Um, on last week, the drywallers came and the drywall affects almost every area of the house except one room. And so we had to give up like our mini, we lost our mini kitchen. Like we went from losing the big kitchen to then having a little mini kitchen to having no kitchen. And we lost like our little basement seating area where we could like hang out and just relax. We lost that. And so now for like the last two weeks, we have been down to one one room. So whenever we're home, we're in this one room together. We don't have any chairs. We have to be in bed or I guess sitting on the floor. And um, this room has been the catch-all room for everything. So it has like most of my kitchen cabinet stuff in here. It's got our suitcases because I've been doing a little bit of travel. It's got some clothes in here. Um, 
like there's just piles of everything. I have like cubbies that have shoes in them, which then have clothes on top of it. I have like some little cubbies that have my workout clothes in it because I have started going back to the gym twice a week with a trainer. Like both of our nightstands are overflowing. I've had to bring in like another little table, which that's overflowing. It is just pure chaos in this room. My husband and I are both... Um, really organized, neat freaks. And both of us probably have a little bit of OCD. And so it seems like every day we're just on the verge of going a little bit mad. And a couple of weeks ago, it was really bothering me. And I just took about an hour to like organize as best as I could, kind of clean up everything. And I just said like, embrace the chaos. Like that's what we have to do. The whole house is chaos. There's something going on in every room. It's all a different stage. And what I realized is I could fret about it. I could be stressed, which I still have that happen. I'm not saying like I'm perfect in this area. But when I changed my mindset for, and we've both talked about this, like, let's just embrace this. Like it's a short amount of time, like this too will pass. Um, you know, and, and this is what we have to do. We can't change it, which that's always been one of my ways of looking at different things in life is what can you change? What can't you change? Because if you can't change it, there is no use of spending energy complaining anything like that as it relates to things that you can't change in on life, but focusing on what you can change. And so when we're in here, I do focus on what can I change, you know, making sure that we have a laundry bag. Oh, that was the other thing. Like we kind of lost our laundry room. So I had to bring all that stuff in this room also. Um, and it was just like another thing added added on. But, um, you know, just keeping like, we have two little garbage baskets and making sure that I'm keeping those like emptied and a clean little trash bag in it. And our clothes are in the laundry basket instead of piling up on the floor. Like it's really easy to kind of get a bit lazy because we both work all day and then we've both been working on the house. We both have our side businesses. Like it just gets a little bit emotional, emotionally draining. So I say all that to say, like, embrace the chaos. Like, whatever's going on in your life, if it does seem chaotic, like, how can you just embrace it and go, okay, this is what I'm having to deal with. What can I change? What can I do to make it better? Do that. Take action on that. And then everything else, you're going to have to let it go. Um, the other thing, too, it one thing that did help me was I got out a piece of paper and I wrote down like all the days of January, all the days of February. Um, so there's a line for each day. And I mapped out like, okay, the drywallers are coming for these days. The painter starts this day. They're coming to lay carpet on this day. Tile guy one is coming this day. Tile guy two is coming this day. The handrail guy is coming this day. Like you get my drift. And one, it helped to do that because I had a plan earlier on and then like just so many things have been changing and moving around and getting delayed that I was kind of keeping it in my head. And so it does us good is sometimes when we get bogged down by all the details is just to do a brain dump. And so now that's all on that piece of paper. The other thing that it does for me is I got like a orange highlighter and at the end of each day, 
I highlight a day. In day one, it didn't seem like a big deal. Like, what's the point of highlighting? But now that I'm like over a week into highlighting, it's like, wow, look at all the progress that we made. And I now know like this is the next thing coming up. This is what we're working towards. And we're also seeing a lot of progress in the house. So I challenge you, one, Embrace the, embrace the chaos. Focus on what you can change, not what you can't. Sometimes you might even have to write that down. Like write down, okay, what can I not change? And I'm not gonna worry about these things. I'm not gonna complain about them. I'm just going to let them go. But I can control X, Y, and Z. That's a great activity you can do with your kids too with like everything that's going on. I don't have kids, um, but there's a lot of things that our kids can't control right now. And that's just gotta be so difficult and so challenging like in school and out of school and just like a lot of things going on. So that's just a side note that popped in my mind. The second thing is, is do a brain dump of everything that's spinning. Just get it out of your mind onto paper. Um, if there's a way to put it in a plan-like form, go ahead and do that. And um, and then for me, the other thing that I did is I just had to get away. So last weekend, one of my girlfriends wanted to come and do like New Year planning and just hanging out. And I'm was working on a new book. And so I just rented a room at the local inn. Well, one, I didn't have any places to put my friend up. Like I thought I was going to have a guest room and I don't have a guest room right now. And it was good just to have like two days to step outside of the chaos that I was embracing. And, you know, I'm grateful that I had the money to be able to do that. Um, and I realized like some people may not have the the means or the money to go stay somewhere for a couple of days just to like get outside. Um, but maybe it's just going to a coffee shop or asking your friend if you can come over and spend a day or like think about how you can get creative just taking you out of your environment. And this is actually something that a lot of writers do is writers will get out of their normal environment and go somewhere else to write. Um, because you kind of take away those distractions, take away everything that pulls you away from your writing. And it was amazing. Like I actually finished, um, my first nonfiction or fiction book this weekend. Um, it's a novella, which a novella is a short novel. It can be anywhere from 10,000 to 40,000 words. And so um, I have somebody reading it right now just to see if it's like okay to send to editing or if it's total crap and I need to go back and rework it. But um, anyways, that's another thing too is like get out of the space that's in chaos for you and um, just see if you can disconnect even if it's just a little bit. And that could be even going to a park or hiking or taking a picnic or uh, if you're close to the mountains or to the beach. Like I live in Northwest Indiana and um, if you didn't know, we have the uh, Lake Michigan, but some days it actually looks like the ocean. There's you get waves. Um, and it's very nice to just go sit there in the sand or even just like pull your car in a parking lot and sit there and watch the sunset. So there's some things that we can do that don't cost any money. Um, that's what I wanted to chat about today. And, um, I just hope that no matter what you're dealing with in life is that, um, there's always ways that we can, you know, I, I think about this. I want to end on this because you know, me, 
part of giving your best life is, is focusing on giving gratitude and goals. And if I think about this, like that weekend that I took away, that was a way to give to myself, but I also gave to my friend um, because, you know, it's like we both got to experience this nice weekend together. We both got to work on our goals. We both got to have, and she is like really, really busy and doing some big things in her life. So it was good for her to disconnect also. So, um, you know, think about whatever we're doing in life is how we're giving to others, how we're giving to ourselves. Second is gratitude. Like I have, even in this midst of this chaos, one of the things that I have kept coming back to um, in previous episodes, I've talked about, I think I have, um, the project that I work on in Malawi with Lessons for Love and the teacher over there that I got to meet, Timwani. And I, Timwani just gave me a whole new perspective on life. And Man, I didn't expect to get choked up, but um, I just go back to some really, really, really hard conversations that were hard to hear, um, which seems even so selfish. Like Temwani's living it, her children are living it. And yet I'm like, oh, these are hard to hear. Uh, But we have to hear these things of how other people live around the world. And so in this environment, like every time I want to complain about being in this room and having no chairs or like we're stuck to this bed, it's hard for me to work and focus, blah, 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 is I always stop myself and think about Tim wanting the children that she has in school and the orphans that she is trying to take care of. And, um, you know, like until a couple of years ago, I mean, a lot of these children in Timwani didn't even have a roof over their head. You know, they're sleeping on dirt floors. Like they did not have beds. We just got a group of boys. We just built a home for boys. And this is the first time that they've ever had a bed and running water and let alone hot water. And so like, I just think about this is I may only have one room right now, but I have one room. Um, I also have one room that if it rains and floods, it's not going to go away, which is very much a possibility for even the homes that they build in, in Malawi, depending on the rain. So that just helps me to constantly stop myself and to practice gratitude even in the midst of chaos. And then number three is goals. Like remodeling this home is a huge goal for my husband and I. And it can be overwhelming at times because we're remodeling the whole thing at one time. At one time, But every day, every day we focus on making progress. And I think I've talked about that in past episodes. And no matter like what goal that you're working on is to focus on that daily progress. Every day, he and I, we take a step. Like even if we're tired, we take a step to make sure that we are moving this process forward because we do not want to be living. Like our goal is to have this wrapped up in 90 days minus the kitchen, which is out of our control with like delays in cabinets and delays in appliances. Um, We had a contractor come over the other day to bid us um, working in an area. And he said his house has been under construction for seven years. And I wanted to say like, first of all, that's unacceptable. You're a contractor. Um, And two, like he was just like, my wife can't pick out paint color. Well, 
I'm sorry. Like, I think you got other problems. If that's the reason why your house isn't, it's just because you're like, we can't pick up out paint color. This is where the coaching Stephanie would like pop in and go, that's not the real reason you're not getting your house done. You know, like pick a color and move on. If you don't like it, repaint it. Anyways, so all that to say is looking at each and every day and focusing on ways that you can give to yourself, give to others, practice gratitude and take a step to pursuing at least one good goal. And these are ways to get out and get to giving your best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.